welcome to Southpod. Since the start of this pandemic um, in the Southern Trust, we have had well over 2,000 staff who have had to go off and self-isolate as a result of being a close contact with someone who was either COVID positive or showing symptoms of the, the disease. In fact, today, we still have in and around 200 people self-isolating. So every single time this happens, that close contact finds themselves having to go into their very own personal lockdown and isolate at home for 14 days. So how do we avoid this happening? I'm joined today by Karen McKeating, our consultant microbiologist. Karen, you're very welcome. Can you tell us what is a close contact and how can I avoid becoming one? So there's really two types of close contact. There's people that you're quite close to, but for a significant period of time. Um, and that's the, the, the context that's the 15 minute rule, 15 minutes at less than two meters. And then there's people that you're very close to for a shorter period of time. And that would be people that you maybe have a face-to-face conversation with um, and at, a, at a very short distance. And then obviously you've got your household contacts, which would really tick both of those um, boxes. How to avoid becoming one? Um, well, really, I suppose, uh, essentially, you have to become a bit of a hermit um, or um, at least wear a mask all the time and work. And um, the main problems, I suppose, for staff is um, are the times whenever you're going um, into an out of work or whenever you're going for, um, for a break or going for lunch. And in those instances, wearing a mask um, right up until the, the moment until you're actually going to have your have your lunch um, when you're eating, sitting at least um, two meters away from people and just talking loudly um, would be the, the way to avoid being a, a close contact. And then so when you do, if I'm a member of staff and I do get to that place and I take my mask off, how is it, what is the science behind this virus that makes it able to just make the jump from one person to the other so easily? Um, it's, it's because it's, it's so well transmitted in, um, in droplets. So um, droplets are sort of large particles that they, they can travel short distances very easily and especially when they're sort of propelled by some kind of a force and that can just be through um, through talking and obviously you've got things like coughing and sneezing but it can just happen whenever people are um, at a short distance and they're just having a conversation and that, that's why we're, we're seeing so much um, transmission amongst um, people that spend uh, just sort of a moderate amount of time from people but at quite short distances the, the further away that you can be from somewhere the harder it is for the virus to transmit. Um, mm-hmm. there, I mean, there would there's other ways that it can that it can be contracted and it can be transmitted from one person to the other. Like, um, if you come into direct contact with the infected droplets and then you touch your eyes or or, or your mouth, that's a way that you can transmit it through your hands. So, mm-hmm. um, the things like hand washing, etc., are are also very very important. But um, one of the, the, the main problems with this is the, the, the droplet spread. 
just as you say that, I've heard um, what somebody said that they do every day is almost imagine that everybody they are in touch with or that they see just pretend whether they are or not, just pretend that they are actually infected and all of the surfaces around them are potentially contaminated just to keep that high level of vigilance at all times. Um, but what do you do, Cara, then? Um, can, can I catch COVID even if the other person I am with has no symptoms at all? Um, yeah, that's, that's, that is another, you know, one of the problems with, with this virus, that um, you are infectious for the, sh- the short period of time before you start to get symptoms and then the, the, first, the first day or two, day or two after you develop symptoms is when you're really highly infectious and you could be feeling perfectly well um uh, you know at three o'clock in the day and then by um by that evening you've got symptoms and you could unknowingly have been transmitting that to, to people in those in those few hours um i think you know what you were saying before is yeah about people assuming that everyone that they're in contact with could be inf- infected that, that's you know that is a good way to to look at it to try and avoid um transmission and it is i, I think you know towards the, the start back in march time um I, I mean we were we were all sort of crossing the road to the other side of the street whenever somebody was coming anywhere near us mm-hmm. um or you know, maybe avoiding eye contact with people and mm-hmm. obviously that was not necessary and way over the top because you can't get covid by just looking at someone but if we had that sort of um mentality again where you are having um just it, it makes you put the physical distance into place if you if you have if you're sort of thinking that way and it's it's awful for people then who do find themselves in that situation you know if they find themselves been contacted and told you've been in close proximity with somebody who has um you know, has subsequently been confirmed as positive with COVID. I mean, what if that happens? What do you have to do if you're called and told that's it? You're a close contact. What What do you have to do next? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really, really, uh, really, really inconvenient. Um, I think would be to, to put it mildly, and people that have had to self isolate because their contacts will will know that they um, basically that they. they you have to stay at home in your house um, for 14 days, and which is even longer than if you actually have the virus yourself um, for, for most people. And you have, you're, you're, you're not even able to sort of, you're, you're, you're not supposed to walk even for a walk, and um, you can't go to the shops, you have to, the rest of your family are allowed to go about their normal lives. And if you, if, if you yourself are asymptomatic, um, but you're supposed to try and stay away from them as much as possible, which in the setting of a household is um, is very very difficult. So all in all, you, everyone really wants to to avoid this, um, but in any way that they can, because it does have a um, significant impact on people for the next two weeks. Okay. So they're they're at risk of of getting sick themselves. It's definitely a huge inconvenience to take two weeks out of your life and sit and wait, you know, for symptoms to develop whenever. So if we do, Cara, if we do manage then to maintain that social distancing, that's our biggest defence, if you like, at the moment to, to prevent this happening and just to have that at the forefront of our minds. But what about the other 
um, infection prevention measures um, that we have, are they still equally important? Yeah, they're, they're still very important, but I think what um, what people are, what scientists and, and um, um, are, are, are realizing that is that towards the start we didn't maybe put quite enough emphasis on the physical distance, and we were maybe too focused on um, on the other things, um, the the contact spread and, and the masks, and those things certainly. Um, certainly are, are, are still very important but um it's becoming clear now that um that the, the distance is is one of the biggest defense mechanisms that, that we have it's interesting then you say that you you'll be aware of the the three c's campaign um, they avoid closed spaces crowded places and close contact and there's a lot of countries have really employed that strategy um, and less so the lockdown or um, social restriction measures um, and they've seen some good success around that. I mean, what's your view on, on that approach? Yeah, I, I think that's, um, it's really, it's a nice, um, uh, a nice campaign, it's really sort of catchy and um, I think it, it certainly um, focuses in on the, 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 the main points and probably puts it across very, very well to that avoiding closed spaces, um, poor ventilation where there's going to be lots of people close together, all um, potentially transmitting the virus to one another, um, big crowds and, and, and having any sort of close contact. Those are exactly what we we need to, to focus on. And yeah, you, you know, you're right, you know, some places have been able to um, to stick very closely with those things and it's um, they're all able to adhere and have seen less um, transmission and less of a resurgence than, than we're seeing at the moment and, and it, it could potentially be due to, to having better adherence to, to measures like that. It's hard, hard to tell, I'm sure it's like multi, multi-factorial, but, um, but it, I think it's, it, is, it is a good campaign. So it is an important message for us, Cara, you mentioned the resurgence and just at this moment in time, that's certainly what we're seeing in Northern Ireland. Um, so I suppose in view of that, um, and in your, you know, what is your advice to, to all of us if we want to stay safe um, as we see the, the levels of COVID-19 continuing to rise almost exponentially now in our communities? Um, I, I think, you know, it's just it's sticking to those um those sort of straightforward basic measures that are um, easy to, to easy to remember, but you know sometimes hard to, to follow and, and, and carry out. But um, trying not to, to be in contact, just trying not to catch it, is is really the, the the best way for any of us to stay safe. You don't catch it, you're not going to get you're not going to get sick yourself, and you're not going to pass it on to anyone else. And you know I think. Hopefully, we're going to be in a completely different situation um, in a year's time, and it's going to be like a, a, a weird um, dream. <laughs> Here's hoping. Uh, so we all have a responsibility, really, to um, each of us, um, and we each have a part to play on this. Cara, thank you so much. That's super advice. Thank you. Thank you.